Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Kazari, welcome, 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 Boomer Esiason, Craig Carton, all of the fans of Bird Worldwide on CBS Sports. We've got a great show for you today. So the All-Star Game was boring, as you might expect it to be after the great home run derby. Uh, and then Robbie Cano wins it in the 10th, blah, blah, blah. Now you wait for the second half to start, and hopefully the Yankees can get another pitcher and maybe a first baseman or a third baseman or who the hell knows what, and uh, get back on the winning side of things and win a series. The Mets, of course, will be sellers. And wouldn't it be the Mets that the one at bat Conforto gets two men on, uh, chance to win the game, and he strikes out. Anyway, good morning, Boomer. How are you today, buddy boy? You know what? I'm great. I was a little disappointed because I thought Robbie Cano was going to have a chance. Stayed up to watch it. And right. Uh, Robbie Cano. Um, Conforto. Michael Conforto would have a chance. A and, look, Kimbrell's throwing gasoline, and he's all over the place. Right? He, like, Kimbrell was all over the place. And you want to step so in that box? I know, well, yeah. I mean, some would say that Patances shouldn't have pitched or was not going to pitch because of his uh, – Control problems, but both, you know, I think guys overthrow. You know, I think they get in there, they, they want, want to impress throw everybody. Heat, right. yeah. And one thing I will say uh, from a competitive standpoint, you know, even though there's a, a lot of like, you know, A Rod walking around doing They're interviews. very strange. I know, I, I know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, with serious. Bryce Harper mic'd out in the outfield I and like all that, that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of fun. It's an exhibition. You feel like it's an exhibition, but. The guys on the mound don't feel like it's an exhibition. They don't want to be embarrassed. They don't want to be embarrassed. So that's you can appreciate that, and it's kind of interesting that uh, uh, you know Robbie Cano goes yard, he wins the game. Michael Conforto has a chance in his second at bat because I I do think he got a hit earlier. um, Has a chance to win the game right then and there. So um, look, at the end of the day, it's the All Star Game. I did see the ratings for the home run derby. The this year's home run derby outrated. Last year's All Star Game, right. now, obviously, as expected, though, right. too. I yeah, mean, but just well, based well, on Judge, one's you know. on ESPN, the other one's on Fox. Oh, that's that's fair. a big that's deal. Fair. That's, that's fair. a big deal. When a uh, uh, ESPN will get about almost nine million viewers to watch this year's um, home run derby, and just around eight and a half million viewers watched last year's game on uh, on Fox. So. Everything for ESPN, it's got to be their biggest rating other than an NFL game, right? Well, maybe they won't have to fire another 100 people. Who well, knows? So, li- listen, live events is where it's at when you have everyone looking to find, you know, Aaron Judge uh, hit the ball 500 feet. Uh, we-, we all watched it, right? Yeah. I watched more of that than I watched of, of the All-Star game. Meanwhile, while the All-Star game was taking place, the New York Knicks were at it again. <laughs> I mean... No disrespect to Ron Baker, but Ron Baker's barely even an NBA player. And the New York Knicks give him a two-year deal for $9 million. And in doing so, they leave themselves nothing to go sign another player. And they need another player, namely a point guard. So Ron Baker, who averages four points a game, who shot 37%, got $9 million from the New York Knicks, and there ain't no money left. You know, uh, I heard uh, heard, uh, Governor Christie and and Evan yesterday, and they were talking a little bit about the NBA and all that other stuff. And and Governor Christie is right. Who do you you know? Somebody's got to make the money. 51% of the revenue is going to the players. So somebody's got to make the money. So good for Ron Baker. Here's a guy that nobody thought would be much 
if anything, in the NBA and found himself on an NBA basketball team last year when he was called upon to play uh, as opposed to in garbage time. It was almost uh, – it's not wasn't as powerful – it wasn't as uh, impactful as Jeremy Lin was, but it was almost kind of the same story where a guy came off the bench, he actually did what the coach asked him to do, yeah. played reasonably well, and got a new contract. Now, $9 million. Know, yeah, but this was agreed to a couple, uh, like I about know. a week ago, but then they had to hold back because they had to sign the offer sheet to Tim Hardaway Jr. They got to figure it all out. And uh, look, at, at the end of the day, the Knicks are going to be one of the worst teams in the NBA. Yes. Maybe, however, they will be enjoyable to watch. Maybe they'll be able to run up and down the court. Maybe they'll drop some threes. Maybe they're going to play a whole different brand of basketball, uh, much like when Jeremy Lin was here, that we could actually enjoy watching. Uh, as opposed to the, Highly uh, unlikely. Uh, as opposed to highly overpaid veterans who are always hurt, who don't run up and down the court, who don't play defense, who don't play a brand of I'll basketball that. that people can appreciate. And with all that being said... You now have Nene uh, from Houston putting out a meme there with uh, Carmelo Anthony yes. wearing a Houston Rockets uh, uniform. I'm like, great. We should only that's be so good. lucky. So that's coming because, you know, Carmelo has been basically silent and has gone silent In, now since Phil Jackson has been gone. To his credit, yeah. you know, uh, he's laid low and uh, he'll let everything play itself out. The only thing he's ever said around the last month and a half is I want to be a Nick. That's all. Um, outside of that, he's not you know been one of these uh, you know big mouth guys who you know making a nuisance of himself. Meanwhile, talking about making a nuisance of yourself, I know uh, it's still uh, about a month away. But um, I don't know if you saw the Mayweather McGregor stuff yesterday. I did. Big press conference, of course. So they're having another one in Brooklyn tomorrow. They're doing a bit of a media tour. It w- <laughs> it's if you want theater, if you want uh, a show, if you want a circus. Mayweather and McGregor are going to deliver it. McGregor, of course, uh, makes fun of Mayweather's tax uh, situations. And he should. But then said something that uh, pissed some people off. Uh, Mayweather starts shadow boxing in front of him. So McGregor on microphone says, dance for me, boy. Dance for me. And then he called him man after that. All right, I think and he that, of course, he probably, is now... probably realized, okay, I said something that probably people are going to take the wrong way. I do not think he meant it no, in a racist fashion he whatsoever, by the way. Uh, no. But you know how it's being received. Well, it all depends on who uh, hears it. So words like this get heard by somebody out there on Twitter. Next thing you know, it becomes, uh, you know, it becomes what it becomes. I, the only thing I will say about all of it, and there's Steven Espinosa up there on stage. You see him up uh-huh. there on yeah, stage I saw him. from I saw Showtime. Him. Yep. The only thing I will say about all of it, that just adds even more fuel to oh, the fire. There is no question you about have, it. You have a racial divide now. You're going to have uh, a couple more press conferences now. They're yelling and screaming at each other. They're cursing at each other. Um, and they're doing everything that they need to do to make this the spectacle that it's going to be. You will... You'll see the single most successful pay-per-view event in the history of pay-per-view right, events. Let me ask you this question, because you know I'm not saying that athletes are all that bright sometimes, and, right? I, and I get that there are going to be some mistakes that are going to be. Thank sure. you, Al. I appreciate that very much. I loved it yesterday. Thank, thank you for the delivery this morning. Go ahead. Look, he's got uh, papers, he's got coffee, papers, he's, he's got, got plenty of stuff. Really look at Alice. Nothing for me to morning. drink, but I do get. It's nice to have Al engaged this morning. Although you know, you take a look at his rundown sheet. Look how little it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, there's nothing going on. Oh, by the way, there's plenty going on. No, well, he's like. Uh, let me see. He goes. Where is it? Oh. He talks about my, uh, Rob Manfred having three cities in mind for yeah. expansion. I'm like, yeah, I did that yesterday, Al. 
wasn't paying attention. He wasn't listening. Sports Minute. Yeah. I mean, now there was. You know, you know what that's all about? Al? I saved the for That's today all too. about getting new stadiums for the Rays and the A's. That's oh, what that all is about. It's about creating leverage, like the NFL owners do, like in St. Louis. You know, uh, let's just San Diego. Let's talk about Oakland and Vegas. What you do is you claim that there are other teams that could, or cities that could be interested for these teams. Now let's go back to the taxpayers and have them build these ginormous stadiums, like down in Miami, and basically. Screw everybody down there that's a tax-paying resident. All right, so the, I get, let me get that off that my chest. And speaking of taxes, can you believe that Floyd Mayweather yeah. and his group of people that are around him owe $22.5 million in taxes? How the hell do you get yourself into that situation? Could you uh, believe even more, better than that, that he, in the middle of the press conference, he's one of his guys bring him a knapsack? And he opens the knapsack up and he shows the check for $100 million. But that's the point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think that's all for theater. I'm not worried about that. But the reality is, is that it just goes to show you how clueless some of these athletes and sure. uh, in particular boxers, you know, how many boxers have been ripped off over the years? Uh, I'm like, hey, hey, dude, you got to pay taxes, man. Right. How do you not pay $22.5 million in taxes on the last $100 million check you 2015, got? 2015, right? In any event, it was great yesterday. I love it. Uh, sports needs it. Uh, I don't know if those specific sports need it, but we need it as sports fans. Now, it's going to cost you 100 bucks to get it, uh, so hopefully you have a, a good buddy that will do it. Like, I don't know, maybe a guy that has access to a mansion in uh, Princeton, New Jersey, uh, and will let you invite 75 of your closest friends to watch it on his dime. I hate to uh, say that's this, what I'm hoping though, for, it at least. sounds like Evan's going to that thing. Evan's not going to that at all. Well, it sounds like he's going to that he's, thing. Trust me. No, he, they were talking about it yesterday. And, you know, Evan's and not going because Evan going. wouldn't go to an event like that. No, they're going. Yeah, no, no, it sounds I, like listen, he's gone. First of all, I mean, it's you know, my event. Those two guys are like, you know, got this whole new relationship. Yeah, okay, I got it. You know, and they get this whole new relationship going on now. He's going. Uh, my get, my gut is that they never speak to each other ever again. Really? And Evan does not go to the big uh, fight party that I am throwing with the governor at Drum Thwacket in New Jersey. Yeah, you know, that's the whole other thing. I, I August know, you, you 26th. Got the Cheesequake uh, service area. You got which Trump is nowhere thwacking. near there. I mean, can we just name some things a little bit easier to say? Well, they and name understand? a lot of things after Native Americans and uh, Native American tribes and communities. Drum thwacking. Much like the half of Long Island. Cheesequake. Is named after Native American yeah, tribes, but right? We it's Hop Hog. Hop Hog. We get it. Patch Hog. Yeah, we get it. Right. I mean, the whole the half of Long Island be, is You want to be American. such a Long Islander. No, I crazy. hate Long Island. You'd hate to be a Long Islander. Yesterday in a cloud burst over uh, the LIE around 5 o'clock in the afternoon and just drove everybody nuts. Dropped a little rain on you, did it? Holy mackerel. Dropped a little rain on Boomer. Boomer got a little wet yesterday. So, yeah, Mayweather-McGregor yesterday was great. You got, of course, uh, the All-Star game ends with a Robbie Cano home run. All good there. And the New York Knicks give $9 million bucks to Ron Baker. So then you sit down and you say to yourself, all right, we got uh, another couple days before the Yankees get get at it. Chris Carter gets officially released now, right? Yeah. And then you say to yourself, are we being fooled? Are we looking at a baseball team that's not as good as its overall record, that really got quote-unquote lucky for about a six-week uh, span? And are the New York Yankees really, at the end of the day, about a 500 baseball team or are they the team that's played and lost 18 out of the last 25? Or are they the team that had a 16-game over 500 record about 60 games into right. the season? I, you know, I don't think I don't think that they have to go uh, crazy and all in about in terms of acquiring some super stud pitcher or or you know some 
crazy uh, first baseman. That's I, you, they could take a bad contract and see if they can ca- catch light in a body at, a bottle at first base. Yeah, uh, they do need a starting pitcher somewhere. I, oh, I don't know. Who that, I don't know who's going to be available there, and they need a first baseman. After that. Everybody else should be fine. I Headley, leave it alone. Headley is fine at third base. You know, he's a professional baseball player. Yeah. Has he had his troubles? Has he had his struggles? Yes. Has he won some games for the Yankees? Yes, he has. Um, I, I just think that first base and a starting pitcher would be amount to, I think, a coup for Brian Cashman and get them to a level, I think, that would maybe get them as maybe the third or fourth overall best team in the American League. Because right now, they, I, I don't believe they're touching the Red Sox, and I don't believe that they're going to be touching the Houston Astros. I agree with you on Houston. The Red Sox are touchable. Uh, I mean, the, the Yankees thus far have had no problem at all with the Boston Red but you, Sox. But we're, also, but we're also assuming— I mean, at least head-to-head. But you're also assuming that the Red Sox are not going to do anything? They're, no, I'm assuming, every, I'm assuming every team that is within three, four, five games of first place will absolutely be as active as possible. They can't all achieve what their goals are, but I agree. If the Yankees could get a starting pitcher and a first baseman— and then, of course, you roll the dice on health because that's the bugaboo for everybody. Then they, I do think the Yankees have a chance to still win the division. I mean, right now they got the wild card, which I poo-poo a little bit because eh, you want to win the division, right? Um, I mean, you don't want to have the second wild card game ever at Yankee Stadium. That'd be yeah, pretty exciting. Of course, you'd like to have it if that's the only way in. Yeah. But if you don't win the wild card, it's like you didn't even make the playoffs. And well, right now they own the wild card. Uh, with uh, Tampa, Minnesota, Kansas City, about a game, game and a half out. Well, the one thing we will see, and we will find out pretty quickly, they're at the Red Sox four-game series. I believe they start Friday, I think, right? And then they go to Minnesota. I don't know if it's a four-game series, but it's Yankees and, and uh, Red Sox and Yankees and, and yep. Twins. So now, here's something I know you brought up in your it, yes. Sports Minute yesterday, and you just yes. you hinted at it because it's something you got to get off your chest. But it's a real problem for me, uh, and that is the notion that here in America— the great country that we live in, that the commissioners of our sports, baseball, football, basketball, I leave hockey out because... Why do you leave hockey out? Because it's, it's not on the table. For yeah, this, it is on for, the Not table. for this conversation. Yeah, it's always, should always no, it's, be on the table. It's not our sport. These guys get paid. Big not money. Not our sport. Big money. Here's yeah, the it deal. is our sport. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Here's the deal. Here's the thing that bothers me. It bothers me that when you talk about the possibility for expansion... Yep. That it always includes foreign cities. Now, well, Montreal I, actually had a team. In Mexico get, City, they're not putting a team in Mexico City. No, that no, I can assure you. Whether it's Charlotte, which, this whether is, it's dude, this Mexico is City, po- this is all posturing. Whether it's Montreal, it stays in my country. Dude, it's posturing. It's all about getting more money for the Rays and the A's to build new stadiums. I don't care what it's about. That's Mexico what it's about. City should be off the table. Yeah. It, it's just, it's a, you know, my Rob And Man by the way, I stupid. respect the fact that Mexico City um, probably has a huge baseball appetite, um, as many happening. Latin American countries do it's and cities happening. do. But why is it that the NFL and Major League Baseball always has to go down the road of international? Why can't we just stay home? Can you explain that to me? Dude, they're not going anywhere. I, listen, if anywhere. They, if they floated it. It's well, too much. They were asking Let's about play ex- more football in London. How about we don't? They were asking about expansion is what they were talking about. Yeah. He says there are three cities that we could look into. And Montreal is a great city. The mayor there keeps talking about bringing baseball back. Montreal failed at supporting there. a team, so blah, they don't deserve blah, blah. No, another they team. They couldn't get a stadium built. That's Nonsense. the problem. So basically right now this commissioner is doing what? 
Every other commissioner does. He's the mouthpiece for the owners. And he is saying things that he is trying to extract as much pressure and leverage as he possibly can for the owners of the Rays and the A's. They have untenable uh, stadium situations, Uh uh, and they want the taxpayers to do what they did for Jeffrey Loria down in Miami. Build them a $1.2 billion you know, stadium so, they can so he sell can extract as, money, as much money out of it as he possibly can and then sell it. Right. I don't care what the purpose is behind it. If you can't support a team or make money, then move that to, team to, to another they, they, American they, city. They're not doing I'm that. I'm sick and tired of taking our sports and always farming it out or the threat of it to other countries. Leave it. Listen. Let me ask you a question. If How Oakley about when can't they... support the A's, then move them to Charlotte. And guess what? Assuming they can. The, the Raiders are moving to Nevada, and the uh, uh, Golden State Warriors are moving across the bay. Right. They're going into the bridge, San Francisco. Right? Yeah. So basically, what it comes down to, it's all about leverage. It's all about who's got, as they say, hand. That's well. Listen, I view it this way: there are other American cities that could support teams. Stop. Seattle could support a basketball He's team again. Stuff out there to see what sticks against the wall to kind of scare I don't like everybody. It. And you, so I don't now, like it. So one now bit. the A's owners or the Rays owners will now explore possible relocation. Right. That's the next step in the process before they go back to their taxpayers listen, and vote may- on some hotel tax or car rental tax or. Restaurant tax or tax, 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 tax. So they, so the the poor citizens of those particular cities now have to buck up for some big stadium for a billion dollar owner. Well, listen, London football games right blow. Out. Mexico right City baseball games it? would blow. Montreal blows. Montreal does not blow. It Montreal's blows. Beautiful. It blows. It doesn't as a as a town that can support a baseball team blows. They build a new stadium. They will come. Now, I disagree with that concept, too. The New York Mets built a new stadium. Ain't nobody going. You know why? Because they suck. When you're good, yes, people go. But people will go to a bad stadium if it's a good team. We have this notion that the stadium becomes the draw. The Mets and suck in the first right now year, because they're injured. That's the only reason they no, no, suck. But, guys but no one's hurt. going to the games. It's yeah, well, a beautiful of course, stadium. Of course, because the team is hurt and they're losing. Well, let me walk you through one thing real quick. Oh, let me walk you through something No, because I stayed at a Holiday Inn last night. Yeah. So I know exactly. I'm, my, I'm, I'm clear, like ginseng clear right now. You mean a Holiday Inn Express. That's exactly what I said yes. when I didn't say Express. Here's the deal. What? The notion that the stadium is the draw only works in year one. After year one, the team is the draw. Yeah, well, just look what Miami looks like. Nobody goes to a stadium when the team sucks. Yes, I get it. When the team's great, guess what? Everybody goes. But it doesn't mean— So stop, stop this crap notion of— well, you know, we're going to we're going to build new stadiums and therefore the people will come. That's the, not the case. But the owners in those respective cities need new stadiums. And the reason that Rob Manfred's talking about expansion is because he's trying to set up, you know, potential relocation cities so these other owners can go back to their constituents in those particular cities and say, "Hey, you know, you want us to stay, you got to build us a stadium." And I think the most compelling argument of all would be that of the Oakland A's because the Warriors have left town and now the Raiders are getting ready to leave town. So they, they've been trying to stay there through thick and thin, and that stadium out there is a horrendous stadium. It really is. By today's standards, it's awful. Well, we got lots to do today. We'll get all your calls. Jerry Recco will do an update. Uh, it's Boomer and Carton on the fan, and uh, there's lots cooking outside of the few things we brought up. We'll start with that stuff. We'll get to the other stuff later on. And a reminder that this Sunday at 1 o'clock, We'll be playing a softball with the Port Authority Police Department and uh, raising money, of course. 
uh, and it's a, a fine time to do it. As unfortunately yesterday, we had to bury another police officer, and uh, we'll get to that later on this morning. But if you have a time at one o'clock on Sunday to join us to show your support, it'd be great to have you at Staten Island Yankee Stadium, one o'clock. The Boomer and Carton All Star. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.